0: This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the short uh, miniatures gaming podcast where we talk about a topic for D6 Minutes. All right. I think you said you've got a lot of topics ready for this one. Yes. Yes, I do. So let's get into it. My first topic that we'll talk about is, um, so Stargrave just came out, uh, and I've been thinking a lot about different things that should go into a science fiction game, because I think Stargrave is very open to the the kind of (laughs) things you could play. So my question is, should science fiction have psychics and psychic powers?
1: Oh, I have to roll this time because I've got a dice in front of me. Let's go for it. That's right. Five. Oh, wow.
0: I think this is a rich topic. I could talk about this forever.
1: Okay. So because we have forever uh-huh. um one of the when you think of sci-fi a lot of people do think of like they think of star trek they think of star wars mm-hmm. and in both of those they're psychics it's like what this is supposed to, like sci-fi think of being all about technology but in those things, speculative
0: fiction kind of thing yeah things that are what would could the future be like
1: mm-hmm.
0: but nobody thinks that we will have psychics in the future at least if you're rational no anything about technology
1: but for some reason those two major franchises have made it sort of like canonish that that psychics walk around in the future whether you have like super omniscient beings or even like in the miniature world forty k that we always talk about like oh yeah psychers are like created all the problems in the universe well even like
0: one of my favorite uh, science fiction tv show next generation mm-hmm. you have you psych- have, have psychics yeah. yeah deanna troy uh she's from although she is only an empath right her is there can her race actually isn't the, her race actually psychic and it's just she is like a because she's a uh of mixed ancestry she's only like empathic Well, and then there's just straight up Q. You're like, well, that's just... Q is a little bit different. Q is actually more realistic in some ways because he's Uh literally just supposed to be ultimately powerful, right?
1: It they've created a being that's now just like, you don't... And I don't think he's psychic, is he? No, they can't see the future. They can manipulate reality. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they can just manipulate reality. And he actually finds it interesting seeing what... Jean-Luc Picard will do, right? That's the entire point, right? He's testing him because basically, I love that episode basically, but anyways, getting to the point psychics so what does that say?
1: By psychic you basically think of like being able to use your mind to pull off powers
0: Mm -hmm. so So, what do you think?
1: I think no, I think it just ruins the, the whole idea of technology being super advanced that all the crazy stuff in sci-fi just should be tech.
0: Yeah, I think, I think so as well. I feel like if you don't explain it and you just say mind bullets, Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're right in that it feels more like fantasy to me. Like if you can't even explain it and you kind of in reality think, nah, this is probably not going to be a thing. This is unlikely to be a thing. This is really just me doing it for the story. Are you really then, is it really then science fiction? Is it speculative fiction or is it, uh, is it just fantasy, right? Where you're just saying, what happens if people could have mind bullets, right? What happens if people, I don't know, could fly from farts, right? Like that's it's not something you anyone would expect. And so it doesn't have that kind of feeling that normal um, science fiction has. On the other hand, if you just have psychics but call it nanotech
1: mm-hmm. i'm fine with it <laughs> yeah as long as you give them some sort of equipment we're like oh here's the equipment that's doing the thing that's not yes, just exactly physical
0: being and as so far, even with nanotech right it also though if by saying it's nanotech it limits what you can actually do right mm-hmm. or let's say hacking yeah, usually right? there's right? more like, rules sure if everyone
1: plan. sorry it's usually with tech, there's some sort of rules based around it. Whereas with magic, you're like, oh, anything can happen.
0: Yeah, and it's all more realistic. It's a lot less less soft, right? Mm-hmm. So you set rules, you set kind of ideas, and it also can be more based in the real world, right? And okay. more speculative, right? Because technically, if you have hacking and you have nanotechnology, maybe it is possible
1: to have these kind of things, right? Yeah, with tech, you kind of see, see it as like an extension of what you have now. Do you think mm-hmm. back of like the Jetsons TV show it wasn't they weren't talking about the internet they're just like oh our cars but flying and are like our machines but they're just like more advanced robots
0: yep yeah so I feel like I agree they should not be in that's right uh if you do it you do not have you're not in the you're not if you have psychics it's not science fiction it's fantasy set in the future or a long time ago in a far, far galaxy far, far away. All right. Agreed. So, what's the next one?
1: All right. So, continue along the sort of line of thoughts brought about by Stargrave. For miniatures you'd want to use, just because Stargrave is a bring your own miniatures game, mm-hmm. what sort of miniatures are you really driven to purchase if you were going to play the game?
0: All right, roll it up. Three. Okay, so uh Stargrave uh is a because of the kind of game it is, it, it makes it feel almost pulpy in, in nature. Even the original Frostgrave, right, was a little bit more pulpy than than uh I don't know what you would call it, heroic fantasy or heroic science fiction, or let's say uh Star Trek kind of science fiction. I feel like Stargrave Stargrave almost harkens back to from its art and everything like that to like pulp, I don't know 50s, 60s kind of science fiction. So what I want to do is I want to buy pulpy stuff. More like, like
1: Wild Wild West of, of sci-fi. Sorry? It's more like the Wild Wild West of sci-fi.
0: Yeah, so something more like Flash gordon than Star trek E right? It's not armies that are going out and doing these things. It's like guys with, I don't know, funny hats and aliens with uh, I don't know, two heads and three three arms, one of which is robotic. Right? That's the way I feel like. Right? So, what, or a guy with a laser eye.
1: So, what miniature line might, might you go to for that? So,
0: there's a whole bunch of stuff from um Reaper uh, Bones Black, okay. where they have like pulp kind of science fiction stuff. Like, there's one that is uh basically kind of like a tyrannosaurus except with a laser gun. It's kind
1: of cool. Mm-hmm okay
0: yep there's also some stuff from bombshell minis which has the the kind of old style robot uh mechanics that you think of like i don't know robbie from uh what is it called lost in space um and uh, kind of it, it has the same kind of aesthetic as uh, adeptus mechanicus kind of thing right that mm-hmm. kind of look uh that's the kind of stuff i want maybe some adeptus mechanicus too yeah, that's an excuse
1: to get stuff like that. Yep. So I think. How about you? I think that it might be another reason for me to finally buy like some Raging Heroes models because they do uh-huh. a whole lot of cool one offs and
0: uh-huh. they've
1: got realistic proportions so that so many miniature lines out there are uh-huh. just like warped versions of humans. They're all stubby. Yeah. But Raging Heroes has a lot of like really cool, unique designs and they're like human proportioned and they're not like a box of 10 things that are all the same which if you go to GW you're going to get yeah so, you have I to mean, buy if, too many almost yeah Yeah, I might mix in some Infinity but it's basically an excuse to buy some Raging Heroes at some point if yep. if I got into it but yeah expensive cool. to go. so alright is that it yeah it's
0: pretty close alright alright so we've had what a minute so one more possibly
1: Mhm.
0: alright you got one okay yeah i'm just looking at the ones that i want to do the ones that i have
1: mm,
0: you, you gotta bet on a short one
1: even though we don't decide the times on these the dice does
0: okay what unit makes you not want to play I- infinity
1: oh and if question so
0: basically your most hated infinity model that makes you think oh, i hate this why do i why do i even want to play this game the most obviously we love infinity so much we there's none that actually does that but what's the what's the most
1: yeah we haven't played that much on four all right dice is somewhat cocked what shall i do
0: just re-roll it
1: okay you know what choose it choose a number the the rules the rules are in games when the dice is somewhat cocked you always re-roll correct this could be an entire question like how sure sure. yeah yeah let's do it how cocked does a dice have to be before you re-roll it
0: yeah, I think I think we all. Some people will just say, you know, just Good shake enough. it, shake the, shake the the ground until, <laughs> until you get one number. All right, this would be a
1: question for another time. How cocked should thanks be? Anyways, four. Four, four is flat.
0: Okay. All right. So for me, I made this question up, but I I really haven't thought about it. Um. I really don't like. Oh, I was gonna say fire teams, but that's not one model. Oh, no, that's <laughs> uh In N three, uh, I really didn't like um, the Mukhtar because it felt so broken and it did everything.
1: Oh, they put abilities together that synergized, and yet you did not yeah. pay the energy.
0: Yeah, it felt just so bad going and playing against them, and feeling like no matter what you do, it's Even if you kill it, it you're down, right? Because it's so cheap for how how hard it punches. Yeah. Um. But for a model that, but I I feel like it n four changed a lot. So I'm gonna go. uh, That's just like a gimme.
1: The points didn't change that much. Why do you think it changed? But
0: everything else became cheaper, so it's not necessarily as broken as it doesn't. You you can trade into it a lot better with with models, right? Just the, The the stuff that that goes through it. Um so i would say if not that one um what model did i
1: what? all right so so i'll go with one i think it's still probably broken it would be the okay. suge which is basically like a, a thing that transforms a tiger into a person uh-huh. and it's just not that many points and it has tons of health. it's got good armor it's got decent guns the stats are all good and its points are low And it just has the ability to just move up the board and just wreck whatever it wants to wreck because it's so fast and its armor is just so high. So I found that those were, they're just so incredibly punishing. Mm -hmm. Because the Mukhtar, once in a while you could get a hit through and its armor wasn't super high. So there'd be like some small hope you kill it. But the Su it would just like everything would bounce off of it.
0: Because <laughs> it has three wounds and it has like high yeah, armor it, and shit. And
1: it could retreat easily because its speed was so high. Mm-hmm. But I found there was no like you can't with the muktar, it would have to move up the board a bit and you could go and try and take it out. But the Su Jan would just cause so much destruction around it, then you'd be able to get out of the way enough mm-hmm. that you would never be able to retaliate against it. And I think it could climb a climbing plus so it go places where you just couldn't get back you couldn't get to it to finish it off whereas a it has got to be like stand on the ground because it can't just mm-hmm. pop anything it wants so you can yeah. get to it and kill it so it was just i haven't played enough m4 to know whether the sujana still has that sort of tech or yeah whether the new hacking rules may be able to slow it down mm-hmm. okay
0: um I know in N4, because like a lot of the really problematic things, like five point guys that would destroy everything, like the, the, the mutts, mm-hmm. are, are no longer as much of a problem because you're limited to 15 guys. Uh, so I'm going to go and say the thing that really, really bugs me is uh, the combined armies uh, TR bot, total reaction bot. Um, that thing is yeah. so stupid. I'm hoping it's stupid. And now that it when it dies, it drops prone, it makes it even stupider now.
1: Oh I man. always
0: thought that model was retarded. It and it has total reaction and 360 and mimetism for like one
1: extra point over other TR bots. Yeah, so unlike everything else this, in Affinity, basically things in Affinity normally only shoot back once, this thing shoots back four times. It's harder to hit and even when you hit it and break it it has more wounds and now when it falls down you can't see it because of the new rules so you can't necessarily and, even finish it off and I intem- it is
0: and I intem- so intem- cheap
1: army that will take two whereas most armies can only take one and combined
0: yeah so that model i was just i whenever i fight that, i'm just like what what is the point of this this is this is so stupid i feel like having to kill it like a lot of the stupid fire teams you have to kill it just just basically kind of be lucky you don't lose that much when you kill it. Instead of using tactics uh, to just have a game, right? So to me, it, it's so stupid.
1: Well, we'll see how that, how much people realize this once people start playing n four more. All right, that was that was that topic on the brokenness or what we perceive. What we Although
0: really, that. it's just link teams. <laughs> so uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't think of a single specific model in a link team that I would use as, as the quintessential thing that makes me feel like
1: everything good. You don't need to pick one.
0: Yep. But that's basically it. All right. So those have been our questions for uh, this uh, episode of D six minutes. If you have any questions you want us to answer, you can uh, find us on uh, the dice over everything group on Facebook or
1: Diceovereverything.com. Contact Uh, at diceovereverything.com if you want to email us. All right. Uh this has been Alan. thanks from Brandon.